0: All right, Peter. So it's probably been about a month or two since we recorded. I think in the meantime, you and I have been traveling a lot. You've been traveling international for play and you've traveled to your office in Atlanta for work, correct? Yep. Um, I've been to India and back first time in a while since COVID. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it was super fast. I missed the times being able to go and really just go stay in India, but you know, we're busy and you got to do what you got to do.
1: Was India a lot different due to COVID?
0: No, I don't feel like I felt, I don't think I noticed very many changes.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Cool.
0: All right. So today my big question is, is venture capital slowing down? So that's the question. I know right now we've seen rising interest rates. There's a lot of speculation on the horizon. I think we could look at this question from an angel perspective from a C to, you know, VC series, A, B, C, and D. But I think the first thing is comparing to Q1, there were 4,822 VC deals that were closed, totaling a total of 70.7 billion, which was far below the 90 billion uh, VC investment for Q4. And so based on those numbers, does that surprise you? Does is this indicative of something bigger that's to come?
1: Uh doesn't surprise me. No. Um I think that's there's definitely a slowdown. Uh, but you know, there's a slowdown for a couple of reasons. One, Q4 was like a record year, right? Or a record quarter. Lots of deals, lots of funding. Uh, more so than, you know, prior quarters and prior years. Uh, so you know, inevitably, like it, even a, a slight slowdown is gonna be pretty significant. And then, you know, the other thing is, yeah, interest rates started rising. There became a lot less uh, certainty around what's what's going to happen around inflation and other things. And so I think you've seen a lot of people pull back uh, in that first really hit in the public markets. And that has basically spooked everybody else, especially anybody that's in the short term, seeing their investments start to go public. And, you know, part of part of what's really hurt is you've had a bunch of companies that got funded at very high valuations when they were private, they've gone, since gone public and haven't, frankly, performed very well in the public markets. And so now there's a lot of investors kind of looking at that and saying, hey, I'm not certain anymore uh, where valuations should be in the private market because I'm not seeing the kinds of returns that I would have anticipated once these companies go public. And that's only gotten worse as, as tech stocks um, have kind of led the charge of of this uh, decline in the stock market
0: so in summary you think this is happening because the exits aren't what people are anticipating
1: i mean ultimately right like that's that's what's going to slow down any Mm -hmm. any type of investment cycle is if you're not getting the returns that you anticipated right you're going to shift that capital to other investments that can generate you know higher yield
0: Okay, because some of the other VC funds that I've talked to recently granted it's probably been a month or two And a lot could change in a month or two because right now it is March
1: May 9th.
0: May 9th. Sorry. So today it is May 9th And so a lot could have changed But I know some of the earlier funders are saying they're not seeing any changes in in deal flow and funding Would you agree with that or disagree with that?
1: I think I disagree. So I mean it depends on stage so the later stage stuff I think is struggling a little bit to get done i think earlier stage you know is more likely to get done but even there like i'm seeing a slowdown across the board i just met with a company today really great series a stage company really good growth really good metrics and they were like hey you know given this current funding environment you know we've cut back uh, our fundraising goals by 20 percent um We've also like reset our valuation expectations and we anticipate that this could get longer, take longer to get done. And we're also not as certain when people raise their hand and say, Hey, yeah, I want to invest if we can really count on that or not. Right. And I don't think that they're unique in that. I'm kind of seeing that across the board that, uh, that rounds are just taking longer and longer to get done.
0: So the amount that they're raising is 20% less is the, is their valuation also taking a 20% hit?
1: Probably at least twenty percent, maybe more.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, but you know, twenty percent, you know, compared to when, right? Compared to Q four of last year, yeah. Compared to a year ago, yeah, maybe not as big of a as a hit as you might expect. Compared to two years ago, uh, it's you know, it's actually probably a slight gain. So you know, it's all it's all relative.
0: Do you think Q two numbers will be alarming for those following these trends?
1: Well, I don't think that they'll be all that surprising. I wouldn't be surprised if Q2 looks worse than Q1, frankly, because you still had a lot of af- like overhang from Q4 bleeding into Q1, right? So, like, we, for example, we, we funded a deal, and one of their biggest competitors uh, raised at a very high valuation, and it kind of shocked us. And then what we realized, kind of back-channeling, is that what happened is that those terms had been set, in Q4 and really everybody had like signed up and made commitments and everything else. Uh, and so essentially they had closed it in Q4, but they didn't do the announcement until January. And, and frankly, like the money may not have come in until Q1, but you know, realistically like the deal was done in Q4. So like deals like that are going to show up into Q1 numbers, right? Uh, and so that's that overhang. Uh, and, and then you also had like this misalignment of valuation expectations where like maybe a company set the valuation in Q4, but they were still fundraising into Q1. And, you know, maybe they closed some of the capital, but maybe not as much of it as they had anticipated, right? Or it just took a lot longer to get it closed. So like all of those things um, lead me to believe that like the Q1 numbers are probably gonna be better than the Q2 numbers. I don't know where Q3 comes out, but um, it'll really depend on whether or not I think the U.S. economy starts heading into more of a recession and starts impacting the performance of these these technology companies that have raised a ton of money. And you're seeing a lot of technology companies already start to pull back a little bit and start doing big layoffs, right? So like Robinhood and a bunch of others have laid off a bunch of staff.
0: Meta has as well. So Meta. Yep. Meta. Did you say Meta? Meta? I apologize. Mark Zuckerberg. So it looks like funding for seed deals hasn't dropped. Those numbers are up 14% compared to, uh, the prior quarter, but for later series companies, that's down 19%. Do you think that seed will continue to be unaffected? Does it, is it more resilient? Is, Is it more like inelastic to the market or? Yeah, I think seed generally is,
1: is more inelastic to the market. Uh, Seed is going to be impacted more by kind of the creation of new companies at any given time than it is necessarily by, uh, you know, valuations or how the public markets are performing. Because if you make a seed investment, you're signing up for like a 10-year commitment, right, before you're going to get any sort of liquidity in most cases. And so, you know, you just kind of make investments and, you know, cross cycles because there's no other way to do it. That said, like... Seed investing is one of those areas where you're real. I think what you're seeing is people that still have a lot of cash, right? So most seed deals are done by angels, seed funds, etc. Those people are still sitting on a lot of cash and they're able to invest it. And they're saying, look, I don't care what the market's doing today because I'm making this like 10 year investment. And so they're, they're plowing the money in. I think the problem with later stage deals is it's like, okay, if I put this money in, this company is telling me that they're going to go public in a year or two years. And I have no idea where the stock market's going to be in those in a year or two. And so I don't want to take that risk. Right. I'd rather put it into something that's safer. And part of it's not, not even like, like we have this discussion today uh, at our firm, we were looking at a deal and I was like, love the company, super bullish on the company. You know, it was a very gross stage deal. Um, i'm terrified that in six months this retrades at a lower valuation and we take a hit on our books even though ultimately longer term i think it'll be a really successful company and we'll make money on it that's still pretty damaging as a firm to have like a write down and so i think you're seeing some of that too where like firms are like love the company not sure where the valuation is going to be in six to twelve months maybe we sit and
0: wait and see okay so do you think a lot of the deals will happen that way they want you like you want to do a deal but you're afraid of the write down a write down. is going to make it hard for anyone to raise later on for you. What do you, for you to raise another round? I think it's going to make things more difficult, but I think what you're going to see,
1: and we're, we're already seeing this is like safes and convertible notes across the board where people are like, Hey, I'm going to kick the can down the road on valuation. Let's kick in some money right now to keep the company going because you know, we're still big believers in the company, especially over the longer term. Um, but we're not going to try and go out and get some big halo valuation and try to defend it and blah, blah, blah.
0: Are the caps on the safes and convertible notes or the interest rates that they are in changing?
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, they're probably coming in a lot lower than they, than they would have been.
0: Like what? Let's get specific. Can you get, how specific can you get? Like, let's say a company's doing a million revenue. Are they still, are they doing a price round or are they just saying, Hey, here's a safer convertible note. I'd assume that would be a price round.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, so that's probably like, you know, series A territory and, you know, they can probably do a price round, but, but they're going to be like that company mentioned earlier. That's going to take a hit on valuation relative to where it was, you know, three Mm -hmm. to six months ago.
0: But Like a pre-revenue startup, would you have that kind of data to know what the cap is on those type of deals that are coming through? Yeah, but
1: I just don't know that seed stage stuff is the valuations are changing a whole lot. Okay. I think what is changing from the seed stage is you had these outliers. So like company seed stage companies, pre revenue that raised a, you know, a hundred million dollar seed round, you know, at a three hundred million dollar valuation. And you're like, how does that like make any, you know, valuation sense at all? Um, I think those probably not gonna happen mm-hmm. <laughs> as frequently, right? And you're already seeing that. Like, I haven't seen any of those. Uh, happen over the last few months. Uh, but I think just your standard, you know, here's half a million, here's a million, here's a, you know, a couple million, whatever, seed, seed round. I think
0: those continue to happen. Okay. I noticed some of the numbers I'm seeing... And in this... I don't think the valuations change very much for those. Okay. I know some of the numbers I'm seeing in, in my space as, as we're looking or considering about raising is one company announced, so, you know, announcing and when you raise could be, what, four months off? Seven sure. million. And then three months later, they announced an additional twenty-five million. Yeah, and so in some aspects, those numbers you probably never would have seen before.
1: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, but some of it too is like, how long did it take for them to announce the first round? Right? And I have no idea. They probably, yeah. I mean, they probably mm-hmm. closed on that money quite a lot while ago,
0: right? More than four months, twelve months. Could
1: be? Okay, yeah, I've seen that sometimes. You know, the other thing too is like, look, the reality is, as much as everyone's pulling back, there's still an insane amount of capital, dry powder. Ready to invest, and so you know what we saw kind of happening is there's a little bit of a bifurcation and and I think we talked about this where like high quality deals were still getting done at high valuations, and mediocre companies were struggling to raise it all, right mm-hmm. whereas the you know six nine months ago, like everybody was raising at high valuations, right mm-hmm. so I think there's a little bit of that occurring. As well, where you have companies that are doing something really interesting, they're growing really fast, you've got investors that are sitting on a lot of money, and they're saying, hey, this is winner, I want to preempt the next round or and, and get in and invest sooner so I can lock up that, that that spot in the company.
0: Okay. Do you think 2022 will be a good year for PCs? Or will there just be a lot of, ride, ride, you know, like... I think I think 2022 right is going to be a
1: tough year for VCs. I think you're going to see kind of write downs um, across the board. I think you're going to see a lot of VCs ponying up more money to maintain their positions and keep their companies alive uh, through convertible notes and bridge rounds. Um, I don't think there's there's going to be a ton of liquidity events occurring, right? Because everybody's nervous and they're you know. They're not making big bets this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, certainly there are exceptions, right? You look at Shopify and and Deliver,
0: um, but there's they, also Fast.co in which that one just tanked.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, right? So, I, I think there's going to be some more, you know, painful stories like that, especially as some of these high flyers like a Fast goes back to market and says, "Hey, like we need to raise more money," and the VCs look at the metrics and they're like, "Absolutely not!" and the company
0: just. You know, folds. But right? I think they've completely folded. There was an announcement on their website. Yeah, yeah, so, they're done, 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 done. Um, <laughs> or they retrade at a lower
1: valuation, right? You look at like companies like Instacart that have traded down okay. Sub- substantially.
0: Okay. Okay. So. I think to to wrap up, besides changing how how deals are done, so you're seeing a lot more convertible notes, you're mm-hmm. seeing lower numbers as far as what's the market cap or how much they're able to raise. You're seeing average companies no longer being able to raise where they were able to raise before. Will we see any other trends?
1: I think, um, yeah, I'm hopeful that some of these companies that are still great companies that are struggling a little bit right now to raise um, will, like, over the next few months, by the end of the year, by, you know, Q3, Q4, uh, invest, like, I'm hopeful that investors have more confidence in the overall market and where things are going and start... Making investments in those types of companies, uh, because I still think there's a lot of great investments to be had uh, in that space. That that maybe those companies aren't getting the love that they deserve. Um, but that said, like, look, like there's there's a lot of capital that's been flushed into the market, right? And it's going to take a little bit of time for that to to play out. And so it'll it'll be interesting to see how 2022 continues to to play out this year.
0: Do you think that VC's love for tech will shift with everything that's happening?
1: No, I don't think it's going anywhere, right? Um I think on the one hand, uh VC's really benefited from this, you know, the bull market of last year where there were just, you know, crazy high valuations for public uh, tech stocks and a lot of VCs were able to liquidate and realize a ton of their investments and make a ton of money. So it was a great year for VC last year. But, but You know, the reality is tech is just such a great tech, uh, such a great venture investment that, you know, I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon.
0: All right. So thank you guys for watching. Please go to venturecapital.fm to subscribe. Do you like that URL? Venturecapital.fm? Sure. You got it? Yeah. Wow. Look at you. It was available. It was free? No, not free. How much was it? Don't tell Gunjan. Anyways,
1: thanks for joining us today. If you're out fundraising, you know, I I would I would if I were you, I would plan a little extra time in your fundraising path. Uh, it's probably going to take you a little bit longer to close a deal. Um, and, you know, being able to build kind of momentum and coalitions among your investors is going to be super important. So, just keep that in mind for for this year. If you are venture backed already, um, you know, you should be having detailed conversations with your your board about how do you think about fundraising this year and uh, and hopefully they're they're around the table to step up and give you the capital you need throughout the rest of the year Uh, thanks for joining us hopefully this was interesting Um,
0: make sure you like and subscribe comment below if you've got any questions and we'll include it in any future episodes thanks all right thanks guys see you soon